the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jennifer Horn is funny, smart, and beautiful. And then there's Brian, who's, um... That's why I don't listen to the radio much anymore. Well, anyway, this is The Morning Answer. Thanks for joining us on your Wednesday morning answer. Sort of feels like a Friday for many of you who are going to enjoy a short holiday week. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us. AM 870, AM 590, The Answer. We thank you for spending your year with us, the morning with us, Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Every year on this day, we all say this phrase. Certainly hope you don't have to work this weekend. But flip it around for this odd year. So many people furloughed. We actually hope you have maybe a yeah, job. Yeah, we hope you have a go, job. You, you know what I mean? It's like odd. Flip. A flop. very strange year, but important Sunny to remember gratitude. Up. Yep. Every, everything's all back. I'm trying to find some gratitude for this story. Blew my mind yesterday. Do you remember Scott Peterson? I do. Scott Peterson of Modesto, California. Hello. He is among multiple California inmates. That included other convicted murderers. Scott Peterson is a convicted murderer in prison right now. His wife, that's right, Lacey Lacey. Peterson, Mm -hmm. was and then pregnant, wasn't she? I I don't recall specifically, but remember the mistress Amber Fry, who was a good person, didn't know anything about this. Uh, Scott Peterson maintained his innocence, but in a trial that electrified the country, he was found guilty of uh, murdering his wife. I was in Times Square when that verdict came out. And uh, as soon as people started realizing that the verdict would be announced, people were just clamoring into bars. I remember sitting in a bar in New York City, in, right in Times Square, waiting for that verdict to come out. Just people out of habit. To it. Out of habit, O.J. Simpson put on a jumpsuit. It was like <laughs> everyone thought it reacted. That's you know true. I mean? Well, Scott Peterson is among several other convicted murders in the state of California who received money from the government. They received COVID-19 unemployment benefits over the last several months. This is according to prosecutors. The unemployment claim was filed on Scott Peterson and was found during a fraud investigation by a group of state and federal prosecutors. According to the LA Times, the Sacramento County District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert said is one of at least 35,000 unemployment claims made on behalf of prison inmates between March and August. Now, there's something going on here. I am a liberal... I'm a liberal guy. Yes. I'm always for extending unemployment benefits. 52 weeks, 104 weeks. Do I see 10,000? Yes, yes, yes. The people are in need. Give them the unemployment. Okay. Now, I sometimes I, even I put my foot down because some people are unemployed, and we understand that. There is a category, however, of folks who are unemployable because – they have been convicted of murder, mm-hmm. and they're in prison for the rest. Yeah, but can you make the 8 to uh, uh, 6 p.m. midnight shift, uh, Peterson? I can't, boss. Why? I'm in jail. Right. Oh, you're unemployable. You're not unemployed. Exactly. You you're are unemployable. You're so unable he... to go to a job. You can't punch the time card down at the mall because you're in jail, prison for a life sentence. So, what is his job? How does he qualify? So Schubert, who's uh, who again is in Sacramento, said the state has paid out one hundred and forty 
million in benefits, and at least 158 claims have been filed for 133 inmates on death row. This is where Scott Peterson was. His sentence, by the way, to death, which happened back in 2005. Right, the sentence, he's still alive. Was was overturned, so he is no longer on death row. He's in he's got life in prison but but certainly they're they're going back and forth with the the court cases on that in any case prosecutors didn't say how much money was associated with Peterson's personal unemployment claim because what? of the ongoing investigation so they no, couldn't give you the exact because of the ongoing incarceration this is right i, I mean you know well, tell me about your job experience well i ran Merrill Lynch but no you didn't you're in jail this woman Schubert also claims that there were uh, claims filed in the names of multiple notorious convicted murderers, including Carrie Stainer, who's convicted of killing four people in Yosemite back in 1999. Susan Eubanks, who was a San Diego woman convicted of killing her four sons back in 1997. Yeah. And me. the reason Lord. they found this out? <laughs> well, when the one guy said, I haven't been able to do my job since the pandemic. My check, Manson, Charles, thank right. you very much for my benefits. In some cases, okay. prosecutors were tipped off to this by listening in on recorded phone phone calls from prison as the inmates were bragging about how they were gaming the system to collect unemployment benefits. The inmates were mocking the state of California because they were able to file for these benefits and not just file for them. They were actually able to to get get them the check. And oddly, you'd probably believe it if we told you they were able to go out of the prison down to Bank of America, cash the check. Go buy some stuff and go back to the jail. It's all very odd. But people in jail do work. They have jobs. I thought it was for like cigarettes. Right. But I I mean, well, you you're supposed to. I mean, everybody in prison, I think, is given an opportunity at a job and certain jobs better than others. I think pays them money. uh, Right. A small amount of money. But they are not qualifying or they should not be qualifying for unemployment benefits at the rates in which they did. Now, prosecutors said the problem was compounded, not just by fraud and about people knowing how to game the system, but by the dysfunction at the California Employment Development Department. Remember a couple months ago, we talked about the EDD having to freeze people's payments because they just couldn't get it right. The fraud is so widespread. The reason we're even talking about it is that prosecutors said they were forced to send a letter to Gavin Newsom on Monday asking him to personally intervene in the situation. Dear, Dear Gavin. We have a problem down at the jailhouse. The guy in there for 29 life sentences consecutively told us he was laid off at Macy's two weeks ago, and he's filing for unemployment. I mean, it really, seriously, in terms of tracking people, tracing people, knowing where people are and who gets what, the people in jail who can't get out, talk about lockdown, aren't they the easiest to identify? Well, and how about the addresses? So here's the thing. This is okay. Not only are they hearing the the inmates brag about it on their phone calls, but the Kern County District Attorney Cynthia Zimmer said that the way that they were tipped off in Kern County because there are five state prisons within uh-huh. Kern County, right? One address was Great used to, to receive benefits for 16 different inmates. Now, this is the same thing with universal mail in ballots. If you have an address. Yeah, the big house. With 14,000 the- <laughs> ballots or 14,000 unemployment checks being mailed to oh. that single address. I see what you did there. Shouldn't that probably set off some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of alarm within love, the system? I love that. It's a great assessment of government. It's a great window into government. Certainly California, how the $140 million just goes out the window. Yeah, and I'm not a genius here. I mean, we can probably just check an address, right? How about this? The officials, government officials, had to be tipped off to the fact that the guy in prison for his whole life was collecting unemployment benefits. Now, I'm, again, unemployable. 
is different than unemployment. I know you have a job after this, Jen. You go to your family business. If you say we're uh, uh, say you got a life sentence for uh, too much shopping online, say that was a jail and the, kind of yeah, a crime, they would throw the that's book ever at you. a crime. I'm in real trouble. Your Honor, I plead guilty. Right? Okay. Well, and, and it's life in prison, and you're in jail. When you called your family, your dad said, "Hey, um, I'm going to be in jail." Well, for what? You're coming out to no for 49 consecutive mm-hmm. life sentences. Yeah. Well, I don't know about your daytime job here at the visit you can't make it no I, I i can't okay we'll find someone else because we now deem you unemployable right and it, it just i don't know this is the state of california the state of confusion the state of people knowing how to game the system here and these are convicted murderers i just want to re- repeat that again these are people who took the lives of someone else who are now taking Money that is needed by other law-abiding citizens who are being shut down by the government in California. Yet it seems the criminals once again win in uh, this situation. It's pretty. I usually have the energy to say, "Well, you're wrong." You know, see it their way. They can. I just don't have the energy to try to make this example. Into you know, I'm not. This is so stupid and bizarre. You know what? Lock them up. Lock. That's right. Really? Lock her up. Lack her up. And by yes, the way, Jennifer. Yeah. And and take away the unemployment check because uh, he'll be unemployed for the rest of his life. Uh, all right. Some good news. Tommy Lasorda's condition is improving. He's still in the hospital, but uh, the Dodgers and most of Southern California, I think, pretty happy to hear that news on a Thanksgiving weekend. I know you've been hearing a lot about Midas Gold Group here on AM870 for a while now. They're right here in Thousand Oaks, and I am so happy to recommend their great services. Midas Gold Group is the number one veteran-owned gold and precious metals dealer in the country. So if you're buying or selling gold, silver, or precious metals, go meet these guys. Do it in person for fast, reliable, and professional service. Midas Gold is the best place to buy and sell your precious metals. And did you know that they also offer gold IRA service? With the recent volatility in the stocks, many investors Investors are using a little-known structure that allows you to use your existing IRA or old 401k to own physical gold and do it tax-free. Call or go see my friends at Midas Gold Group. Ask for a free copy of their IRA guide. Call 805-601-6000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's 805-601-6000. Tell them Jennifer Horn sent you 805-601-6000. A lawsuit being promised by Sidney Powell on behalf of President Trump's presidential hopes. What will that lawsuit look like? And when will we see the details as your Wednesday morning answer continues? Jennifer Horn is funny, smart, and beautiful. And then there's Brian, who's... Brian, you are one handsome damn man. Mm-hmm. You say that on radio. When I was waiting for the conversation to turn to this, tell me more. Look, you got nice stuff, too. Um, well, anyway, this is the morning answer. Thanks for joining us. It is... The handsome man himself, Brian Whitman. <laughs> I'm thankful for a lot here the day before Thanksgiving. I'll never forget and always be thankful for that caller because I thought he was settling in like most to say, Brian, he's just a disaster. He's wrong about everything. He's a liberal dope and we don't agree with him and he doesn't really figure much out. I was settling in for that, so I had a piece of bacon in my mouth. I was reclining here and the guy said, you're the most handsome. I spit the bacon out and I said, well, hold on a second. This is a caller I want to talk to. Get him on the line. That's Once right. 
every millennium a call like that pours in. And thank you for taping it, guys. It gives me a, a pick-me-up here. We like to throw you a little piece of bacon every once in a while. Thank Happy you, Thanksgiving to all of you from all of us here at The Morning Answer, <laughs> AM 870, AM 590. The Answer, quick update here on uh, some news involving the attorney, Sidney Powell, and the attorney, Lynn Wood, both promising uh, some lawsuits and subpoenas today in Georgia. We'll start with Sidney Powell. She told Lou Dobbs yesterday that she expects to file a lawsuit no later than tomorrow. So that's today. Should she tell a judge that instead of Lou Dobbs? Well, I think she said that it's coming, and so she Um, is going to tell a a judge that. And she said that it will pertain to the state of Georgia. She alleges that massive election fraud tainted the 2020 election. She described the suit as a massive document and said it will have lots of exhibits. The defendants are going to be folks in Georgia who are responsible for making sure elections in Georgia are done properly. Here is Sidney Powell yesterday with Lou Dobbs. Uh, Sidney, great to have you with us. Let's start with the ownership uh, of these voting firms. I know you're focusing on that part of the of the electoral fraud that's been perpetrated uh, this year uh, in this election. Uh, Why don't we know who they are? Well, because they've used multiple shell companies and, and now know. apparently private equity groups to hide their actual ownership. But, but there's no doubt that the software was created and used in Venezuela to control the elections and make sure that Hugo Chavez was always reelected as the, as the dictator Counselor. of Venezuela and what appeared to be, quote, free and fair elections, end quote. But they were manipulated by the software used in the Dominion machines and used by other machines in the United States, frankly. And we are just continuing to be inundated by evidence of all the frauds here in every manner and means of fraud you could possibly think of. Yeah. Uh, Lou Dobbs, who are they? the people who committed the election fraud? Uh, a counselor, who? W- Lou? No, who? Lou? <laughs> Lou? Who? I can't on the IFB. I can't. There's a. I can't. It is a connection. Who? Lou? No. No. <laughs> she said, "Who? Why don't we know who they are?" And she took thirty seconds to explain to Lou Dobbs an answer he knew before he asked the question. She doesn't know who well, they are. Part of the problem is that there's such a deep web around both of these companies that's providing, again, more fodder for the theory that somehow they had a hand in the outcome of this election. She said that Democrats, including Elizabeth uh, Warren, Lamy, Amy Klobuchar, Lamy is what I like to call her, uh, they both had uh, issues with this system a couple of years ago, and now they seem to be pretty quiet about Dominion voting system. She thinks both parties, by the way, this isn't just a Democrat or a Republican issue. No, it's she dead said, people, too. She thinks Hugo Chavez is involved. She said both parties are and involved she, here. Take a listen. Yeah, and as best I can tell, both parties have any number of people who are at fault in the fact this has continued to play right. any role in our elections whatsoever. And we have no idea of who all has benefited from it. So Somebody let, needs to do a massive I, money but, uh, following uh, investigation to find out who paid what to whom. Let's talk about what explicitly will happen in Georgia. So uh, she was asked yesterday by Lou Dobbs about what will happen in the state of Georgia, again, she said that today will be the day that she files a lawsuit with lots of exhibits, meaning lots of evidence for people to sift through. This is what she told Lou Dobbs yesterday about the state of Georgia specifically. You have promised a, a, a Kraken uh, will be unleashed. Uh, we, are, uh, we were expecting perhaps your suit would be filed to yesterday or today. When shall we expect the, your lawsuit? Well, I think uh, no later than tomorrow. Uh, it's just going to be, it's, it's a massive 
document. Shabig. And it's going to have a lot of exhibits. Like the circus. And, uh, and who will be the defendant or defendants? Uh, the defendants are going to be folks in Georgia who are responsible for supposedly making sure the elections in Georgia are done properly. Who? And there are just countless incidents of uh, voter fraud and election fraud writ large in Georgia. Jen. Yes. This is why Chris Christie, the Republican, former governor of New Jersey over the weekend, said that the Trump and by the way, Sidney Powell, in fairness, to President Trump is not a member of President Trump's legal team. She is not a member of that team. Point of information. Mm-hmm. This is why they are being so roundly criticized. She is making very large statements and they call into doubt the democracy, the actual elections. Lou Dobbs, who is a good guy, right? He says, so who is it? Who are you? Why don't we know who they are? And then she doesn't, she can't answer. And then he says, when's the lawsuit? No later than tomorrow, Lou. All right. Who's the defendant? Whom are you suing? Who did it in your claim? Who did it? Wow. Good question. No, I think she no said this. I mean, I think she's no, talking about the Secretary listen, of State in Georgia. Well, why did she say that? Because listen, she said the people in Georgia who are in charge of the elections would be the Secretary also, of State. But in, in describing the problem, she also mentions dead people like Hugo Chavez. So seriously. Well, the, this she's is talking not, about, I mean, let's be fair to what she said. She said that this was developed by Hugo Chavez to ensure his victories in elections, and it has been used in this 2020 election. That's the claim that she's making. That's a claim she's been making all along. And Georgia seems to be ground zero for at least this first lawsuit. Again, the proof is in the pudding for Sidney Powell. She says that we'll see a lawsuit. We'll see if we do see one today. Attorney Lynn Wood also taking aim at Georgia. He served a subpoena to officials in Georgia seeking video evidence, which he thinks may reveal voter fraud. This was a subpoena again to the Georgia Secretary of State. He asked the state to produce footage from the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, which was filmed between November 3rd and 4th. So election day into the following day when this counting was happening. Linwood is interested in videos from room 604 at the State Farm Arena and the elevators around it. He believes that the film will show ballot dumps and tampering took place at the State Farm Arena where officials stopped the count. And this is interesting. Due to a burst water pipe. We heard the story. That's why things stopped in Georgia because of a water pipe burst. Well, turns out that never actually happened and he wants to see the video evidence so now he's an attorney he's, he's got a subpoena and they have to turn it over all right hi so lynn would forward my calls to alex jones please all of this is so oh it is out there jen i don't think it's out there if you have a state saying we couldn't count votes because of a water pipe breaking and then there was really no water pipe breaking well then why weren't they counting votes why tell the, us that the, story the votes in georgia is well it, now I mean, that's a fair question right I mean, if you're told a reason that you can't do something and then that turns out not to be true, it's okay for someone to say, well, what really happened then? Yeah, it, it, it is okay. And it's critical to ask why votes are not being counted. In context, it's also critical to understand the magnitude of what we're talking about. We're talking about a water pipe. We're talking about the, the leader of the free world. And the reason to doubt his arrival at the Oval Office is, and I'm not is a water pipe broke in Georgia, and room 604 has got a little bit of shade on it. Well, well, all of this has to be, as Chris Christie has argued, in the courtroom, before a judge, 
make the case. But the plumbing problem in room 604 Well, he did. Ohio. And so there was enough there to get a subpoena. So Is uh, it enough there for the president to not concede that he lost the If election? we find out that this is a big fraudulent scam, scam, then yes. Now, Linwood also found Democrats allegedly destroyed evidence of voter fraud with a shredding truck that was parked outside. There's video evidence of that. He sent out that evidence on Twitter yesterday, posting videos of A1 shredding post uh, put just outside of a polling location in Cobb County, Georgia. Pretty incredible stuff. You can check out all the videos on Linwood's Twitter feed if you're so inclined. Yeah, driftwood. He was drifting in the water after the water main broke. In. An LA judge uh, has the opportunity to overturn uh, the outdoor dining ban that goes into effect tonight. Did he do it? We'll tell you as your Wednesday morning answer continues. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Nobody but nobody gets near COVID boy. I'm Brian Whitman. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us on your Wednesday Morning Answer. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and we are... The Morning Answer. The Morning Answer, but we're just about 10... How many minutes? Well, I'll do it right now, the math. We're 17 minutes away from the world famous Friday free for all on a Wednesday. Right. And tell him the rules because it may be you only listen on Wednesdays and you don't listen on Friday. And I would ask what's wrong with you first. In and after you answer that of- question, then you'd learn if you listened on Fridays, you'd hear the world famous Friday free for all. That's right. So we should first say, you know, with all the arguments being made about irregularities and votes and all, I first want to say, yes, fact, it's not Friday. Everybody just fact. get around the- Fact. That's right. But it, but it sure does feel like Friday on this Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so we are going to blow it out. Fact. Also yeah. fact. Yeah, okay, Jennifer. We're going to let uh, the Friday free-for-all on a Wednesday. Friday, feeling like a Friday free-for-all here at 854. You call, last word of a short week, say anything and everything, 855-785-8255. And by the way, if you mm-hmm. own – and we're being serious. Yeah, this is special. If you own a restaurant – and you operate a restaurant and you're bracing for not having the outdoor dining after you've had to deal with the rest- with no indoor dining, but want to stress delivery, takeout. If you love a restaurant, chances are they're still pumping out those that delicious dinner or lunch. And so call them and you could do a takeout. We want to keep our friends uh, doing their thing. If you want to promote your restaurant, you only have, you know, it's got to be real quick. It's like, yeah. You know, boom, 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 open, right. da, 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 ask for the COVID special and nobody will contact <laughs> you back because it's contactless. Yeah, it's still so, one thought, one thought only. But I think, and Brian, you brought this up. I think it's a great idea. You can you can call in like usual for the Friday Free For All on a Wednesday and you can complain. You can compliment. You can make a suggestion. You can all of it. comment on the election. You can comment on the COVID restrictions. You can comment on all that. But the curfew, we're also, curfew. The curfew. We're also letting you, if you have a restaurant, because we're really feeling bad for you guys today because L.A. County's giving it to you. So if you have a restaurant and uh, you're getting the old TiVo from from LA County, you can from the crib keeper, yeah, from Doctor Barbara Fair, not even a real doctor. Let's be honest. Who, by the way, does look like you know it's uh, comorbidities. <laughs> what when Doctor Barbara Ferrer gets up there and you hear Vincent Price's voice, you it's you're not the only one. I'll say that to you. However, when you're shutting down, basically. You're telling restaurants they can't even have the outdoor dining. And then a reporter said yesterday, the day before yesterday, why? Yeah. What is the scientific data? Because you're out here, Dr. Ferrer, basically cutting the already half-amputated leg off of the patient, taking the rest off. Now, why? 
I'll get back to you. We don't know. What? And then she went before the Fab Five, the Board of Supervisors at L.A. County. And one of them was lucid enough for a moment to say, why? Why are you doing this? Right. I'll get back to you. And then she got back to him with the CDC survey that's national and that dealt with indoor and outdoor dining, not just outdoor. So here's a story if you missed it. And Whitman, you've done a great job telling that story because the L.A. County Department of Public Health admitted during the Board of Supervisors meeting Tuesday that there's no hard scientific evidence that shutting down outdoor dining is necessary because there's no link, scientifically anyway, between outdoor dining and a, a COVID-19 outbreak that we've been seeing, uh, the spike in cases. It has nothing to do with outdoor dining. They don't have a scientific link, yet they're arbitrarily shutting down restaurants again. And Jen, the reason I can nod my head and agree with you when you say there is no link is because the director of the L.A. County Department of Health was asked to link the data to the restaurant outdoor dining closures and went asked by our accounting two times to tell us why to provide the link that you accurately say is not there, Jennifer. She could not tell us. And more yeah. importantly than Jennifer or me or you, if you don't own a restaurant, and you're just a customer. The folks who own and operate and make their livings and work at and labor at the restaurant for whom the family they work and all of that, they deserve to know, Dr. Ferrer, why. Right. It's, n- it's three letters. For what reason? Just why. I mean, because now my life is upside down in my business and it's been terrible. And there's So please, 000. if you would tell me why, because just down the 134 in Pasadena, mm-hmm. they have a board of health, a health department of their own. And this is true. And they have decided not to close the outdoor dining area at the restaurant. So there's something in the air, pun intended, here, Dr. Ferrer, in your airspace. Oh, but I've come up. I know you do. But in Pasadena, they don't have it. And as the crow flies, they're not that far the other way. So somebody stand up in these days of credibility and, and saying what you mean because we have to trust you because our lives are on the lines. For some people, it's been true. Why? Well, and, I'll get back to you. And it's why, a not an acceptable answer. In Ventura, Orange County, in San Bernardino, why are they not having those same restrictions? And, and if you're going to do something so broad as to shut down outdoor dining after you just reopened it literally just a, a month ago, have a graph. Have something. Tell us what the justification is. They could not do it. It makes it feel arbitrary. And by the way, you're just sending those people to at-home private gatherings, which is where the stuff actually is really spreading and people are giving it to each other because guess what? They're sitting at home, they've got their mask off, they have their friends over, and people have a false sense of security instead of in a controlled environment like a restaurant where the health department is in there making sure and they where follow the manager. COVID-19 guidelines. And if you've been to a restaurant, you've dined outdoors, you know the manager of the restaurant is responsible for making sure everyone is socially distant. That's why the tables are so dang far away from each other. Yeah. So, so, and how, since we lay on the logic, it's logic. They're questions unanswered, which, which, which 
which give us answers. Catherine Barger and uh, Janice Hahn were two members of the Board of Supervisors. Catherine Barger first, Janice Hahn after hearing this revelation from uh, the Department of Public Health in Los Angeles, both saying that they're against this ban. And uh, they even uh, the Restaurant Association even tried to get a judge to overturn this. There's some lawsuits in the pike, including from Mark Garagos, who is a pretty famous attorney who has a restaurant in Los Angeles County who's trying to... Um, trying to get this overturned from the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. But three members of the Supervisors Board decided that this ban should stay. No good reason. Here's how it unfolded yesterday. Uh, the best data to give you in relationship to uh, the contributions that uh, come from people dining out at restaurants where you cannot wear your face covering uh, while you eat and drink uh, is comes from actually the CDC. Uh, There was a case-controlled study, which is the highest standard that we have in terms of looking at data, uh, that uh, assessed information from 11 outpatient healthcare facilities and 10 states uh, and noted that uh, the cases were two times more likely uh, to have gone uh, to find out at a restaurant uh, than those who were negative. Uh, So that's the best information that we have that's very specific to restaurants. Okay. I want to reiterate that I am opposed to the closure of outdoor dining at restaurants. And after hearing Dr. Davis say that the evidence being used in the CDC study, and it's the best info we have after seven months, we have not been tracking that info, actually reaffirms how upset I am about the fact that I feel this is arbitrary and punitive toward outdoor dining at restaurants. I have a silly question, but it's not silly. Okay. The Board of Supervisors met yesterday. Were they all Zooming in from home? It's a serious question. Yeah, I don't... Or were were they gathered? Because then we have a reason to shut down the Board of Supervisors... Because they're all getting together. Yeah, no, there was a. It was virtual. Most of the participants were were not in the same room, but certainly uh, two of the board of supervisors said that they would be against this. Three, however, would not stand with restaurants and small business. All right, it is time for the Friday free for all. Load up those phone lines eight five five seven eight five eight two five five. Friday free for all on a Wednesday <laughs> Thanksgiving edition. You can complain, you can compliment, you can make a comment, and give you thanks. can also give thanks. Tell us what you're grateful for and you can even promote your restaurant if you are a restaurateur being affected by this ban. 855-785-8255 plus a very sweet Thanksgiving message from LA Mayor Eric Garcetti as your Wednesday morning answer continues. Brian Whitman's voices, Jennifer Horn's brain. What else do you need to start your day? This is the morning answer. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Thanks for joining us. It is the morning answer. It's a Wednesday. Feels like a Friday. Friday free for all. Up next, Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Very grateful for all of you. And Eric Garcetti Ah. with a very meaningful message. On this Thanksgiving. For all of us to to uh, remember on Thanksgiving Day. With all families and everyone giving thanks and gratitude as the minds come together in the fellowship in this great community of an unprecedented pandemic. Mayor Garcetti with his Thanksgiving message at City Hall. I know those are tough decisions, and I want our public health professionals and our supervisors to know I support the decisions that you'll make. I support also our governor's decision and the state mandate right now that between 10 at night and 5 in the morning, that except for essential work or essential trips, that we stay at home. There's too much transition, sorry, too much transmission happening here right now in this county. Too much transmission with too many meetings of too many people. So the solution is simple. 
We know it and we can do it. Stay away from each other. Assume everybody you would see is infectious. And please, let us not make this Thanksgiving the deadliest day of this pandemic. Pardon me, gentlemen, but I'm a man with great emotion when I hear that community okay? spirit, Mayor Garcetti, calling upon all of us in the greatest tradition of Thanksgiving to come together and be one when he says you have to stay away from each other. We come together by staying away from each other. There's so much movement toward other people. Good Lord. And happy Thanksgiving in this harvest season. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, this is what on, I hear man. when I hear Garcetti. Come on, man. This is a big day. All right. You know what? I'm going to call it. We're doing it one minute early. It is time for our Thanksgiving edition. Wednesday on a Friday. World famous Friday. Free for all. Here we go. It's the morning answer. Friday. Free for all. One thought and one thought only. No screener. The last word goes to you. Yeah. It's like radio Twitter. But as always, please. No obscenities. Let's keep it clean out there. 855-785-8255. 855-785-8255. Now, let's get this going. Mayor Garcetti, you heard. No obscenities is right. one of the rules, Mr. Mayor. No obscenities. I don't care what kind of day you think I don't know if he plays along. This is a big day. <laughs> Mr. Know. Mayor, please. All right. Uh, here's the deal. Lines are jamming. Just like that reggae song. We're jamming. We're but- jamming. If uh, one when we hang up on one, because we go through these real fast, you just slide right in. 855-785-8255. Just slide into that open spot, Paul, in Sherman Oaks. Happy Thanksgiving, Paul. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Jen and Brian. How are you guys? Doing just fine. Go ahead. Okay, so I have a restaurant in Sherman Oaks, and uh, I've been uh, getting more and more vocal. Um, Barbara Ferrer needs to leave us. She needs to be fired. Um, she's basing this on no science. She's basing this on false data. Of course. The, the number of po- the number of positives are false. The number of deaths are false. Dying of COVID, dying with COVID. I don't want to hear it anymore. Paul, I, I'm so with you, I but this you is can... a Friday free-for-all, so I want you to get a plug-in for your restaurant. Tell us what restaurant it is so that we can get some delivery or takeout or even come see you today before you're shut down. Yeah, come and see me today. And we're, we're, yeah, we're going to even talk about shutdown. I don't know about shutdown. Good. Blue Dog Keep Beer going. Tavern in Sherman Oaks. The what Blue is it Dog called? Beer Tavern in Blue Sherman Dog Beer we'll Tavern. All right. Paul in and Sherman, Sherman Oaks. Oaks. All right. Thank hey, you, you know what? It, 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 I know it's a Wednesday, Friday, free-for-all. Feels like Friday. Uh, it's not not having sensitivity for COVID and closures, but when the Department of Public Health director is asked why... They better answer. They have. They should have data in that moment. Absence of data makes us think there is none. 855-785-8255. Greg in Buffalo, New York. Hi, Greg. Hi, Jen. How you doing? Uh, nice to hear your voice. Uh, I'm in Buffalo. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. I'm so sorry We're for that. shuffling off to Buffalo. We like it. <laughs> I like yeah, Buffalo. shuffle off to Buffalo. Wait, I'm calling about crazy COVIDness, and I wanted to tell you that when you get to the airport here in Buffalo, you must show your papers. If you don't show your papers, you might go to COVID jail. Oh, and you no. know what? They, <laughs> where Greg lives, socially distance is a Buffalo stamp. That's you right. Very good, Greg. Thank them. you for the phone call. Happy Thanksgiving, Tim and Park. You're on the morning answer. Go ahead. Tim Callum Carrion, U.S. President, best major candidate, K-A-L-E-M-K-A-R-I-A-N. Will Joe Biden kill gun owners? Is COVID vaccine marked? Huh? 
Okay. Unplug him from the um, back. If you reboot him, he starts happy up. Happy Thanksgiving, Tim Pat in San Pedro. You're on the morning answer. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Pat. Pat. Go ahead, Pat. Go right ahead, sir. All the time you need. Are you there? Yes, go ahead. I contacted a couple of restaurants here in San Pedro yesterday, and I'm going to contact all the rest of them this morning. I'm going to give each one of them an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, which says the following on it. Uh Okay. We can't serve you outside, but you can... Take a to-go order out there. So come on. Oh, in. and picnic. Yes. I like that idea. Very good stuff. Wait, you can't. Oh, you can get the to-go and then sit in the parking lot. That's you don't want to do that. System. That's like That's a, a great sit-in. idea. You occupy. You don't want to do I'm that. I'm for it. Bill in the Hamptons. Fancy schmancy. Hi, Bill. Moron mouth man. Shuffling oh, down the street with his Coke can. When he wants some fun. Beats up Uber drivers who take the 101. <laughs> Thank you. Proving once again, I'm the most fascinating man in the world. Tony Costa Mesa, you're on the morning answer. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you both. To you Same too. to you. Brian, I have the answer to why. I talked to Dr. Ferrer, the Crypt Keeper. Yes. Yeah. He told me because I said so. That's right. Any questions, follow them to my <laughs> office at Forest Lawn. <laughs> I'm in the mausoleum up at the top of the hill to the left and off the cliff. Hi, Sam. Go ahead. Good morning, Brian and Jen. Good morning. How does a turkey drink her wine? How? How did the turkey drink her wine? I don't know. With a gobblelet? Oh, dear God. <sighs> Loving it. Loving it. Davis in Valley Village. Hi, Davis. Is nausea COVID? I love it. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what we need to do, yes, I'm here. What we need to do is go back to normal. If infections rise, and guess who cares as long as you put food on the table? Well, that's actually not, actually not, it, put food on the tables to live, right? And if you die. All right. Lynn, uh, Lynn, yeah. Lynn in Anaheim. We're moving on. One thought. Hey, never, heard guys, a de- never heard a dead guy say he's hungry. As well. Hi, Lynn. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm a poll watcher. I'm a poll watcher. We should take it seriously. Here comes a shredding truck now. Thank you, Lynn. I'm a poll watcher. Doug, go ahead. You're on the the morning answer Friday. Free for all. 14543 Ventura Boulevard. Mardi Gras Tuesday. The best Cajun and Creole food anywhere west of the Mississippi. They opened during the pandemic. Watch. And they are doing a bang-up job. We love get it. food from them. All yes. right. Thank you, Doug. Great suggestion. And we'll close it out. Bonnie, San Bernardino. Go, Bonnie. Ten seconds. Yes. Yes. Uh, the only thing I really want Biden to do is uh, name his chief of staff as Corn Pop. Corn Pop. Corn Pop. I will forward all that answer. I ask you <laughs> direct that to my chief of staff, Corn Pop. <laughs> Trump had to be thinking with corn and cob, the turkeys he pardoned yesterday, had to. that it was an evil trick that to make him think mean. of corn pop, yep. corn cob. I think. Hey, Whitman, yeah. I love you. Happy love Thanksgiving. You. And we love all of you. Happy Thanksgiving. Make it a great long weekend if you're lucky enough to get one of those. We are thinking about you and grateful for you. Good morning. It's 9 o'clock.